Hello, my name is Maurice Harker. What you're about to listen to is a clip from a live training session with either an individual or a group who are anxiously engaged in recovering their marriages. Please listen to several of the recordings in this podcast, and then, when you are ready, seriously consider attending the live weekly trainings from your home via webinar. My ability to provide enough individual and marriage therapy sessions has become very limited, so I created the marriage repair workshops so I could serve more people at a lower cost for you. So please, when you're ready, investigate your options at www.lazaruslectures.com. That's L-A-Z-A-R-U-S-L-E-C-T-U-R-E-S.com. I look forward to meeting you and to serving you well. I would love to play a part in decreasing your pain and increasing your happiness. See you soon. Because I'm stuck in this mother role or this woman role without a man to be a presider, provider, protector, okay? I'm not, I don't care if he has the label husband, that's not of interest to me. Okay, any guy can put a ring on and sign a piece of paper and go to a ceremony and call himself a husband. That doesn't count for me. I'm looking for a man who does the work it takes to preside, provide, and protect, or at least is on his way to doing so before a woman buys into him as a husband. Okay, so if he hasn't shown up in any form that way, it would be appropriate for you to strive to attend to your stewardship. And then this letter now becomes a weather balloon. This letter now becomes a weather check tool. If a man is healthy and moving in the right direction, he will rejoice and be edified by your investment of effort. If he is toxic and underdeveloped at this point, he will have an unedifying reaction to it. Okay? It doesn't matter whether your conclusion was right or wrong. If you do the psychological work to bring your best psychology and pondering and revelation, a normal, healthy human will always celebrate your effort. That is wonderful. That is great. That is amazing. Thank you so much for trying so hard. And you know what? While I'm gone, I'm just grateful you're doing the best you can. That is how a healthy person responds. If the person has any type of negative reaction to it, this is a fall, and we go straight back to the end of season three, beginning of season four. And as you've seen in previous conversations, Claire was talking about the looping. And apparently, when you're in the military and you're learning how to go parachute jumping, the first thing they teach you how to do is how to hit the ground, how to fall correctly. Well, you're going to be falling a lot. You already have, but we want you to do it more smoothly. So you can slide right into season four every time things don't go right, which could be three times in a day. Okay, could be three times a week, three times a month. Start with trying to live up to your identity and your purpose, trying to live up to your true template, the best recipe. Pull the recipe out of how it should be done and how it would be done ideally. Then check your refrigerator and check if there's a super Walmart down the street. Okay, and if you 
have to be sad because there's not the resources. I don't have a husband today who is actively involved in the preside, provide, protect process. He might as well be in England. He might as well be in Central Africa. I will do this the best I can. And if he has a toxic response, then we will, the, my simple phrase for it is retreat to a safe distance, retreat to a safe distance. Well, rarely are you saying you are toxic out loud. So let's clarify under the current weather conditions, I will need to do this under the current weather conditions. I will need to do this. Okay. Now here's the sad part. So let's pull out the recipe again for parenting. The recipe for parenting, again, ideally involves collaborative, mutually edifying conversations about the needs and the plans for children, right? If a person brings an element of toxicity to it and they're not prioritizing a collaborative mindset, and let's remember, for those of you who've had any degree of success with collaborative parenting, you still have never been able to quite get on the same page. Okay, you might get close a few times, all right? But I've never seen a husband and wife get completely in harmony in parenting. I'm not bothered by that too much because this is a 100-year perfection plan, and it's okay that if you are learning to ice skate together, you crash sometimes, and it doesn't go quite well. So I want you to retain the ambition, but not the expectation that we're actually going to pull it off. Okay, and so when it's really messy, when things are not really going well, part of what this letter does is it's a sign of integrity to show what I'm doing over here in case you care or want to support it. And if you would like to tell me what you're doing over there so I can care and support it, there are some vital pieces of parenting that need to be different. I'll bring this in for a second, okay? There's a, a little bit of psychology research about parenting that I actually agree with that ties into the religious principle we've been taught, neither is the man without the woman or the woman without the man and the Lord, all right? The mothers stereotypically have a tendency to pay attention to the safety, security, and nurturing of the child, okay? On counterpoint, with a yin-yang dynamic, the father usually is involved in the courage pushing, risk taking, exploration taking, try new things, put yourself in dangerous situations or vulnerable situations. And so you see this tug of war that appears to be a tug of war. But if you watch the very important educational film Mulan 2, the cartoon, okay. <laughs> All right. It's a beautiful, if you haven't seen it, okay, just the first 10 minutes is beautiful because Mulan 1 ends with Mulan and the prince or the, the guy riding off into the sunset with a perfectly romantic relationship. And Mulan 2 opens up with this psychological tug of war between the two of them and where everything is, we're, we're too different, we're too different, we're too different, we're too different. And then the elders in the culture attempt to teach her that the everything that has power has push and pull to it, push and pull to it, okay? 
And during the intermediate phase, when I'm doing, when I'm concentrating with people on the, the parenting is the number one dynamic, we have to really do a lot of work to understand and validate what the husband's trying, the father's trying to accomplish with them and understand and validate what the mother's trying to accomplish and leave room for a lack of comprehension. Okay. Let me give an example of this. My mom watching her boys swimming. Okay. All right. Now my mom's a pretty rustic woman, so she's not porcelain doll type woman. Okay. But everybody knows when you take your little brother to the water hole to teach him how to swim, it's a pretty simple process. Okay. You grab by the shorts and the back of the neck and you chuck him as far as you can into the water and you say, swim. It's not hard. Swim. Okay. What if he drowns? There's a human instinct to do this kind of thing like this that pulls your head above water. Then you can breathe. And then all your brothers go, yay, he can swim. All right. Now let's play water polo with each other and try to kill each other until someone drowns. And by the way, baby brothers, when they're about this size, make the best water footballs. Okay. You just pick him up and you just throw him down the swimming pool to your brothers and maybe you catch him, maybe you don't. Okay. But when he hits the water, he can hold his breath for a good 30 seconds and you should have seen him, but when, the first few times with this, my mom was just gasping. By the time the ninth child was of age, she would sit on the side of the pool watching while the neighbors were panicking. And she's all, oh, they're fine. They're killing your baby. They're fine. They've never killed one yet. It's fine. Okay. All right. We now we do the slow piston thing, okay? While the if the husband is engaged, if the father's engaged and is attempting to do good parenting, I encourage them to write down their reflect, discover, and plan for the child. If they don't, they go, well, I'm not that interested or I'm not that involved. Okay, then you're leaving this to a single parent dynamic. Okay. I encourage you to do a version of reflect, discover, and plan for your own sake anyway, okay? And then offer it to the husband and say, would you like to know my thoughts and feelings? But if he's a disengaged non-husband, if he's a toxic non-husband, he's not going to agree or support anything you do anyway. And so if you're hoping for what can I do so he'll agree and support me, it's not going to happen if he's in that state of mind. It doesn't matter what you do. You are stuck now in a position like being like Jesus. No matter how much Jesus like you are, people are going to misinterpret your behavior, misunderstand your motives, put nails in your hands, put you up on a cross, and think they did the good thing. So I'm grateful that you have the ambition of having a way to get a man's support and validation. But not even Jesus could get that. You have just finished listening to another principle that is one of many that you will find in a special class that I have put together called the Marriage Repair Workshops and the Lazarus Lectures. This is a compilation of principles that I have pulled from my years of training, study, and therapeutic experience designed to give you the tools, the vision, the ideas, 
everything that is necessary to take a relationship that has experienced catastrophic levels of unpleasantness and falling apart and rebuild it almost as if raising it from the dead. Please follow the links and attend at least one of our marriage repair workshops so that you can get a feel for what you will learn and get your attachment to the multimedia classroom that holds videos, audios, articles from me and several other specialists that we call the Lazarus Lectures, a 40 lesson series building from one principle to another so that you can discover what is necessary to pull off a miracle in your relationship. I hope you'll find great value in this. I hope those of you who find yourselves unable to afford the thousands of dollars necessary to attend a marriage therapist, especially one that's really good and is not as available as we would like therapists to be, please, please study this material in the Lazarus Lectures and attend the Marriage Repair Workshops so that we can help you get things back to the way you want them. We'll see you then.